0: Hello, I'm Janice Tyler of Janice T Says, and I'm here to help you decorate or design your bathroom. Hello, today I'm going to start something new. Instead of doing what I've been doing, which kind of rambling away on random different bathroom topics, I'm going to create a whole series, a five-part seminar series of different topics all about how to create uh, your dream bathroom. So this first series, episode 101 through 105, is going to be how to buy bathroom fixtures. I've kind of been asking folks what they need help with and they just keep coming back with everything. So I am going to start with the very first item that I think every person needs to decide on as soon as they start their project. If it's a renovation, it's even more important, but even if it's new in construction, pretty much right after you pick your designer or architect, you need to pick your freestanding bathtub. And I'm gonna cover why. So there's a reason that the first item that I'm gonna talk about is yes, freestanding bathtubs. Um, Okay, what are the four things you need to consider when buying one? Let's see, number one is why are you buying it? Number two, is this a reno or a new construction? Number three, who is actually going to be using this bathtub? And number four, what's your budget? So number one, are you doing a renovation or is this new construction? Actually, that's number two. I have notes here and I never do a podcast with notes and this is totally confusing me. So let's start with number two. (laughs) Renovation or new construction? And the reason I keep repeating this is freestanding bathtubs are big people it's so funny I go into showrooms all the time and people are always asking me well how wide does this come wider can we get this one wider first question is why but you know what if someone's preference is for a wide bathtub that's okay I'm not going to say you can't do it but what I am going to say is consider your space bathroom doors of old houses are 28 inches wide New construction, new standards, building codes. You might be 30, you might be 32 inches wide. Bathtubs start at 30 inches and proceed up. Uh, 42 is not uncommon. 32, 36, 42. They're pretty much the standard widths of bathtubs. Are you getting the first problem? Doorways are not as wide as bathtubs. And then, don't forget, it's also long. Um, A bathtub that you're used to seeing in you know, everywhere is five feet long. When people get into freestanding bathtubs, they pretty much want five and a half, six, six and a half feet long. So now picture you've got this big thing that's wider than a doorway, longer than your bathroom, and it has to go down a hallway, around a corner and into an existing space. May or may not happen. So that is why I am harping on is this new construction or renovation? Are you going to have to take walls out? And I don't mean the walls in the bathroom, I mean like the bath, the hallway to get this bathtub into a bathroom. So this is the very first thing you need to consider. If you're building a new home, you still have to consider it, because I don't know if you've ever walked a job site, but one of the things you're gonna see is the walls are up, no, the walls are not up inside, just the outside. There's studs inside, the stairs are open, and there sits a bathtub in a box. The reason, that bathroom is built around that bathtub. So think about that. That is why uh, you don't see big bathtubs. Unless you're building a new space or you're using a crane to come up in through a window, which does happen, you need to consider the size. So there you go. Why am I harping on, is it renovation or new construction? That is the biggest issue. You gotta move this sucker into your house. Um, the next thing to consider is a bathtub, depending on what it's made of, is kind of heavy. Then you add the weight of water, which can be several pounds. <laughs> and then you add the weight of a person, which is more pounds. So if you're looking at something like a cast iron bathtub, you know, it can be 300 pounds, you know, plus water, plus person. So is this floor reinforced to take the water of a bathtub? That's another reason you have to look at whether it's new construction or renovation. Then the next thing you got to get the water into this bathtub. So I'm going to talk about actual tub fillers and how to buy them on a, I think it's the next series. But for here, I just want to mention that you have to get the water to this bathtub. So now it's not up against a wall generally, so you can't have it just coming out of the wall like it always is not at the end of a bathtub mostly you see it coming out of the floor well we don't generally run water under the floor in our bathroom it's running in the walls so again is this new construction or a renovation you have to have the water to be able to get to the faucet or the tub filler to fill the bathtub so that is why you're going to be asked that when you go into a showroom or when you start working with your designer or your architect and then the other thing is bathtubs are big oh yeah, I said that, but they hold a lot of water. So the other thing is how big is your hot water tank? And people say, well, it's 50 gallon hot water tank. Well, that's okay. If it's brand new and you never will get a full 50 gallons of hot water from a 50 gallon tank, the older the tank gets the less hot water you're going to get. That's probably not going to fill a bathtub. Uh, this is actually a perfect use for one of these on-demand hot water systems if you're looking at renovating or building a new home and you're going to put in a big bathing freestanding bathtub look at the hot water um, on demand okay that's my tip number two out of order which is actually supposed to be number one and if I am going quickly and you're thinking, oh my goodness, she's going to talk about too many things, I am making a workbook that accompanies this whole series. So uh, at the end of episode 105, uh, it'll be available, but you can absolutely anytime between now and then uh, just go to janis.com/slash 100, and that's the number/slash 100, and you'll get the uh, link to download. Uh, just, you know, kind of the placeholder. And at the end of this episode, I will send out not the end of the episode, the end of the series, these five episodes, I'll send you the workbook that goes with each of these five topics. So you don't have to rush and take notes. Okay, if I overwhelmed you yet? Uh, There's things that are really cool with uh, freestanding bathtubs. You know, we all can picture them sitting in the middle of a room looking really grand and elegant, but when you're designing your space, there's a few other fun things you can consider. Some of these bathtubs have a flat back, so you can literally put them right up against the wall, which is a great space saver. It's also great if you, uh, I don't know, have pets or dust or anything. You're not going to be chasing damp dust bunnies around the backside of a freestanding tub if it's in really close. Uh, You can get ones that have two flat sides and fit into a corner. Uh, They're really cool. Some of them are very modern looking. Some are very traditional. What else? You can also get them down as small as 54 inches long, which is really great because they don't take up a lot of space. And when I get to talking about who's going to use them, you know what? look at them they might be something that you want in your home so let's move on to my messed up order here we've done number two and I'm going to go backwards to number one why are you buying a freestanding bathtub that's almost going to dictate this whole entire thing lots of people think well it's just really straightforward I want a bathtub lots of people never ever use them so if you're going to buy a bathtub that's decorative or it's just there you yeah, know, for resale or maybe for a twice a year bath. Um, you know what? Just go get it for looks. Don't worry about uh, what it feels like to sit in it. You can do uh, a tub filler that looks great but isn't horribly expensive. And that is okay. Let me tell you, there are a lot of freestanding decorative bathtubs out there that never get used. But think about it. Think about how much room you have uh, for cleaning around it. Think about if anybody's really going to use it. And maybe you want to do something that is still dramatic, but maybe is a built-in or maybe one of these freestanding ones with a flat back. It doesn't take up so much room. Otherwise, you could just learn to hate the thing that sits in the corner over there. So those are a couple things to consider. Why are you buying it and what phase of construction are you in? Now I know I keep talking about, you know, they're big. So how do you figure out what size you need when you're buying a bathtub? Unless you have an unlimited space in your room, two main questions. Who's going to use it? One person, two, three, kids, dogs, you know, seriously, are you bathing your dog in it? Um, Or is this a spot where the kids love hanging out? Or is this a romantic spot where two adults uh, enjoy a drink at the end of the day and discuss all the uh, uh, angst and good things that have happened? Or is this the spot of solitude that one person's gonna sit in? So some quick ways to figure out. If this is one person's bathtub, sit down and measure your length or whoever it is for, basically from their back to the bottom of their heels, That's how much space you want at the bottom of a bathtub, plus a little bit for sliding down. So just because a person's six foot tall, they might have really short legs, or they might be five foot four and have really long legs. Those two people probably want the same size bathtub. Or what about if it's, you know, a little tiny Italian grandma? uh, You know, when she sits down, she doesn't take a lot of space. And these 54 inch long freestanding bathtubs are perfect for her so look at who's actually using it i'm 5'7 and i fit really comfortably in in uh, one 54 inch tub that i know that i really like it's called clode by acrotech just saying uh but i don't like the other 54 inch because my legs are too long for it so measure and then when you go to the shops or you're looking at the specs online you can actually see how long a bathtub is at the bottom so you don't have to guess Because you sure as heck don't want to get at home and find out that it's so long that when you sit in the tub, you're actually scared to be sliding down and your face is going in the water. Or the other way, you sit and you want to relax and your knees are popping up. So let's see what else. Um... Just a few things like that. The other thing is the width. I mean, again, you don't want to go too wide. You don't need to go too wide. You want to be comfortable, maybe able to use your, you know, spread your elbows out, but that's all you need. Um, Otherwise you're into like, get a hot tub outside. (laughs) So that's kind of how to measure what you need for a tub when you're actually in it. Ah, I missed one thing, depth. So when you sit down, how far do you want the water to come up? Uh, again if it's decorative who cares if this is just a beautiful piece you can have a 12 inch bathing well and it won't matter but if you like sitting and being luxurious maybe even sit in your bathtub right now and measure it and what you need to know is how much water from the bottom up to the overflow not to the top but to that spot where the water runs out of the bath when you're sitting in it, is that it's uh, at the end or maybe at a side, that's how much depth you have when you sit in it. So that's the other thing to consider. Again, if you're tall, you might want it deeper. And then number four, budget. Freestanding bathtubs cost anywhere from pretty much $1,000 to $10,000 and up typical is 1500 to about $3000. And in that range you you have lots of choice. You can get some cast iron clawfoot, you can get lots of acrylics which are really nice bathtubs. That's what most common freestanding bathtubs are now. They're made of an acrylic often with a metal reinforced frame inside them because they do need to take weight. Like I said, the the combined weight of the tub and the water and a person is a lot. Um budget what else makes them expensive Uh, you know a cheap one little things like you'll see that they have maybe a nice lip around the top that looks pretty run your hand under it is it rough or is it smooth because don't forget when we're in a bathroom we're nude we're we're Open to injuries. So I'm not joking. Feel around the bathtub are there rough edges? You don't want to scrape your legs or have your kids hurt themselves or anything. You know, even when you're cleaning, you don't want to cut your hands. You'll find them. Some are rough. So that's one thing to look for. Look for the quality of where the overflow or where the water runs out of the bath. Um, You know, look at how that is all finished. Those are easy things that you can see and guess yourself if you're not familiar with buying a bathtub. Cast iron bathtubs are fabulous. They will last forever. They will outlast all of us. Uh, But they are heavy um, and they are generally a little more expensive. Um, And then you get into things called composites, which are a mix of ground up stones and resins. And these are generally a premium. Uh, The theory is they hold water better. The downside of them, because they're solid, they're about an inch thick often. They don't have hollow walls like a typical acrylic. You can't put any jetting or bubbles or air or warmth, warm backs or anything like that into a composite. They cost more and they're heavy, but you can get beautiful shapes. Um, You know, these are your definite high-end exclusive bathtubs generally. They're fun, they have their spot, but you know, it's probably not what you're looking at if you want to jet it or if you want to save money. Those are the four main things I'm going to talk about. Figure out where your budget is. Go to a showroom and tell them, be honest right up front. You know, if you don't want to spend more than $3,000, you have lots of choice. If you don't, if you can't spend more than 1000 you still have choice. You just can't put some of the toys in like jetting. But be honest with your showroom and they will have lots they can show you. And I mentioned it, even though this, I guess, is number five. And I said, there's only four things. That's the toys that you can put in a freestanding bathtub. So you can put jets, uh, you know, like you picture the old uh, hot tub outside. Or you can have air systems with just blow nice little bubbles. And it's kind of like bathing in champagne. You can have light systems with just chromotherapy, which is really very cool. I quite like that. You turn the lights off and you can have it one color or it changes colors. It's very relaxing. And the other thing that I personally think is fabulous is get the heated back because, you know, the water cools off. You're sitting in there, you're reading your magazine. And then I don't know what you guys do, but I take a face cloth and mush it up and jam it under the overflow with my feet and then put more hot water in and try to keep the water in and try to keep it from cooling. It's really nice having a heated back. And then one more thing back to the reason why you need to order this bathtub right at the beginning of your project is they may not be stocked. A lot of the freestanding bathtubs aren't. And especially if you want to add toys. So the fact that you need an on-site early in the building process, you really need to decide what you want quickly because you can't afford to wait four months for a bathtub to come while they're putting off doing walls and maybe tiling and all sorts of things while they're waiting for your bathtub. So there you go. Uh, I guess I actually covered five things. uh, What you need to look at for when you're buying a freestanding bathtub. Is it a renovation or a new construction? What's your budget? What's your time frame? Who's using it? These are all the things you must consider when buying a freestanding bathtub. Who knew it was so much work? You thought you could just go out and buy something pretty, right? Anyways, there you go. You didn't need to take notes because don't forget, I said I've got a workbook coming. So yeah, join me tomorrow. We'll move on to the topic of how to buy an alcove bathtub And again, uh, just send an email to Janice T, or not an email, just go to janice.com slash 100 slash 100 and get on the list and I'll send you a workbook that will cover all five topics and you could use it to take you shopping and we'll take all the fear and chaos out of trying to do your bathroom. So I'm hoping that this new style of specific topics uh, will help you and I'm doing them in order that you need to go shopping. So that in itself should help. And thanks so much for listening. Um, Love to be able to share more with you. If you join up on my newsletter, I do things like review products, um, new funky things that I see out there, tell you about upcoming events or uh, my new products. So that's JaniceT.com on my website, right on the first page, you can sign up for my newsletter. And anywhere you want to follow me, you can find me on all the socials at Janice T Studio. That's Instagram and Pinterest and everywhere. So again, thanks so much for listening. Uh, I hope this was some help. And yeah, go on over to JaniceT.com slash 100 and get signed up for the workbook. Thank you.